And here's part two of the Duoful Revisit with Chris and Ian. If you're wondering what that sound in the background is, they, here at the studio, our, uh, our local pool is being destroyed by some kind workers. Yeah, they're throwing bubble wrap in it when I was walking by earlier, and then they uh, just started uh, just dismantling the whole pool. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like they're taking, a, taking it apart with an oversized Dremel tool. I, that's exactly what they're using. <laughs> it's not a jackhammer. It's not even oversized. It's actually just a really just a, loud one. It's just a really just... loud Dremel tool. <laughs> yeah, no muffler. <laughs> so, uh, we apologize for that uh, awful grinding stone in the background. But beyond that, this is Between the Profound and the Profane. Whoa. America's number one comedy podcast when compared to Bill O'Reilly's comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're crushing it. Crushing it in Mumbai. 
international. <laughs> Hello to listeners uh, at home and worldwide alike. At home and abroad. That's what that's what they say. In the biz. In the biz. In the biz. What biz is that? Uh, that's a good question. What? I guess radio, right? What business are we in? I think radio, sort of. We could call it radio if we want to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, radio and egg crates. Right now we're investing a lot in the egg crate biz on top of our studio biz. <laughs> oh, we're like we're like uh we're like rappers now cuz we're like producers and we uh, talk for a living. So, it's pretty cool. So I mean, we rhyme, that, we rhyme sometimes. So that means that all of my dreams are slowly starting to come true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chaos Magic. <laughs> Indeed, man. <sighs> man. So, how's your fucking week been? <laughs> oh, dude, uh, still like this. It, I don't know what it is. The cosmos is still raging. But, um, I did manage to, to try to get my mind off of uh, chaos and destruction by finding, um like disappeared cities so that was pretty cool that's a nice one. Oh yeah um yeah one of them is uh that i read about was known as the the zone zone rogue <laughs> and it's in france hmm. and uh the soil is comprised of about 17 percent arsenic and about 100 percent guarantee of death to all living things for the next thousand years. So don't eat the soil in France. No, I don't know why people are like, ooh, French wines. It's like, no, they... World War One. <laughs> poison... Do you know how much poison gas southern France where you get all your wine from? Like, no. <laughs> get me some Boone's Farm. Get that quality American soil in there. And to my right is the void where Josh would be sitting, but he is still on his vacation. Uh, send your love to him, as we are now. I tip my hat. Thanks for tipping your hat, guys! <laughs> it's cool, Josh. We miss you, buddy. <laughs> See you later, man. And I am your host, Chris. Doing this without our, our third wheel is, uh... <laughs> damn near impossible i feel it is it is really weird like uh actually doing a trying to do a show because i think we had a rhythm down there yeah know, yeah but there, there's a definite good. rhythm with the with the trio yeah but, but we'll things make do. <laughs> we'll make do uh i mean we still got professor Ooh uh oh hanging out with us <laughs> he's he, he's keeping a watchful eye and i, I think things should be sorted out uh, and we should move on to uh, what we'll call season two fairly soon. Yeah, yeah, season two will be good. I, this is a weird, like half season sort of uh, period right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're kind of a season two is in the works. We're just trying to get uh, details, logistics worked out. Yeah, all the logistics. This is our br- this is our gap bridge season. Bridge gap. <laughs> bridge gap. What? Bridge gap. Yeah, yeah. 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 This oh, is yeah, filling yeah. a gap. In the bridge. This is like releasing like a graphic novel in between the two, two movies. <laughs> this is our Animatrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. <laughs> oh, man. It yeah. doesn't fully understand the philosophy, but it looks cool and it's fun to do. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to spend an afternoon. <laughs> That's what it is. There it is. The Animatrix. It's a good way to spend a fun afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) Between the profound and the profane. It's a good way to spend an afternoon. Are those 
guys just grinding those rocks louder than <laughs> ever before, because I swear, dude. Like, they hate... I don't know what the... Is this... Is Tom Smith behind this? Tom Smith is behind everything. I think so. He's, like, behind that wall, probably. <laughs> our egg crate wall. This one goes out to Tom Smith, our number one fan at the NSA. <laughs> yeah, we'll send, we'll send him a t-shirt. Um, subscribe, like, share with your friends. <laughs> you know, just you just play us around the water cooler. What are those crazy cats up to today? <laughs> yeah. Man, I know... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I know we were uh, earlier, uh, before we had the mics on, we were, we were talking bikes, man. We were, we were talking about some summertime riding, you know. Summertime riding? Summertime riding, man. I mean, I've never owned a motorcycle, much less really been on one. You've never been, on sum- you've never been summertime riding? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I've read many books. Oh. And I will say that Hunter Thompson's Hell's Angels sells the bike uh, pretty ingeniously. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a big motorcycle fan. He, yeah, he was. He was. He was very much into his... Technically, Fear Loathing in Las <laughs> Vegas was all about motorcycles. <laughs> Originally. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're about to gonzo up this podcast, aren't we? <laughs> We're going to start off with motorcycles. <laughs> And end with uh, the horrifying tale. <laughs> well, the motorcycle is like the uh, the modern wizard's uh, uh, ethereal steed, right? Yeah, yeah, you could say that. If you're going to be a uh, a rabble rousing anarchist wizard, uh, <laughs> I think oh, you yeah. need a motorcycle. Yeah, Prius would not uh, reflect said <laughs> image. <laughs> No matter how many, like, dragon stickers you put on it, it's just not going to be the same. <laughs> yeah, um, my, my mom actually just told me that uh, I should look at Priuses, and I'm like, oh, oh boy, we'll talk about this after the podcast is over. <laughs> oh, Prius. I've got a job to go to. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't pay money. Mostly uh, strangers listen to it, but it's cool. I like it. <laughs> Like my favorite part of the week. <laughs> Being as I've never fucking owned a bike, I don't, I don't even know where to begin on, on bikes. Have you owned one since you've, uh... No, you've never really owned a bike bike, yeah? Uh, I've never... Well, I've never officially owned <laughs> a bike. Like, let me put it like... Never I officially have, owned anything. I, yeah, I've... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh... I've extensively ridden uh, actual motorcycles, and the bike I had was, uh, I mean, it, it was like a glorified scooter. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you're, you're, you're you wind-up scooter. But it, was still, but it was still, like, really fun to ride, and it, it went 90, I got it up to, like, 95 a couple times. Was, I don't recommend <laughs> doing <laughs> that. Pro- Certainly not on any roadways. <laughs> Pro tip, kids: don't don't no don't roadways. build a plastic Chinese uh, scooter uh, out of a box. No, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't come fully assembled, like if you got to Lego it together, <laughs> and it has three stickers on it, two of them say "fail, fail," and then there's a green one on top of those two that says "pass." <laughs> Like, that just tells me the third person that's... Like, like, the first two people, like, cared about the lives and safety of others. <laughs> and then the third guy was like, Why does this have a red sticker? This needs a green sticker. Now it's good. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't... Yeah, go and get a real bike, though, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a crate. You know, you don't want, like, a crazy bike, especially just starting out. 
really, you don't need a crazy bike really ever. Like if any, <laughs> like any bike that goes like over 180 miles an hour is just, it's just not needed. <laughs> like you're probably asking to die at that point, right? Pretty much. Like the only reason to have that is if you are a motorcycle, like if you're going to race that motorcycle, like, <laughs> like literally, but you don't want to do that in, in Houston, Texas, uh, ever. <laughs> no, no, no. The suburbia is not the best of places. Oh man. Or the outskirts of suburbia or Houston is just, uh, if, if you live in an actual city or if you live in a small town and are envisioning a city, Houston is uh, probably 500 square miles of suburb surrounding a downtown area that has tall buildings. But, like, literally for 70 miles on all sides, any direction, it's all suburbs. All different types of suburbs. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's suburbs where people will cut you off because, like, they're super rich and are counting their money in their car, um, like, up, up by the woodlands, and then you got, like... People who are just so angry. <laughs> like, as you get downtown, people get angry. It's weird. <laughs> it's like being around other people makes people pissed off. Does everybody just hate each other? I don't think so. No. I mean, actually, it seems like people are, like, more... Typically more social than I am. <laughs> like, as far as, um, towards other, uh, like, like strangers and being around other people. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, like, uh, lots of people like going, like, just out to, like, the mall. Like, they'll just go out shopping and stuff in, like, crowded areas <laughs> just, like, kind of for fun. And for me, that's a very unfun thing. <laughs> I don't know many people who going to the mall is a fun thing. Uh, well, I'd say there's quite a few. I'd say there's quite a few people that do that. <laughs> there's a lot of people out there. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I just maybe it's just the people that I hang around. Maybe it's a generational oh. thing. Yeah. But like <laughs> most of the people that I know, even on like a vague acquaintance Facebook status kind of way, none of them like shopping at the mall. Uh, yeah, that's I guess. Well, yeah, I guess that's who we hang out with. Though. <laughs> I guess so. Because I I think there is a large amount of people like to do that. <laughs> Which, once again, we also grew up in the poor suburbs, so the only thing to do was to go to the two local malls that weren't exactly local, they were outside of the suburb area. Yeah. <laughs> Just outside of reach. <laughs> so we all grew up. Kind of hating fucking malls. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure anybody who grew up in this area, or in an area like this, not a big fan of the mall. I liked. I used to like Spencer's gifts, man. <laughs> I don't think they're a thing anymore. No, they're totally there. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Bad. No, everything. Everything <laughs> that you remember from the mall is still at the mall. I promise. Oh man. In a way, that's kind of tragic. Isn't I was it? I was hoping it would be like an awesome relic of the past. No. So like, I don't stumble in there one day, like you know, five years from now, <laughs> and be like, oh shit, this place does still exist, and it's nowhere near as fun as I remember. <laughs> I mean, it's it's exactly the same. It's still filled with black lights and plastic dog do. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, nice. Cypress Hill posters? Um, I don't know. I haven't been that deep in one in a while. No, oh, okay. But yeah. I, I definitely haven't been in there looking at shot glasses <laughs> or plastic bongs, you know. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, the beer bongs that were there for like $40, <laughs> and it's like, this is just $3 worth of tubing. 
<laughs> this is just plumbing equipment. <laughs> Kids, you don't gotta buy a beer bonk. DIY. Build your beer bonk. Budweiser Select is the perfect beer to <laughs> drink responsibly out of a beer bonk. <laughs> Be sure to label your beer bonk drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just put a big sticker on it. <laughs> oh, God, with a great... Yeah, like, and, uh, you know, it, I'm sure, like, in the pamphlets when you buy when you buy them, they'll just say, uh, with a great beer bong comes a great <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> comes with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what's also a fun trick is when your friends are up on the beer bong, put your thickest, hardiest ale into the beer bong, oh, and man. watch your friend choke on foam. Yeah, let them do one that's like a Michelob Ultra, so it's like, oh man, I could do this like again, and then you go and give them a Sam, out, Sam Adams Boston <laughs> Lager, or Guinness Stout, not Draft. <laughs> it's like drinking heavy Irish cream. <laughs> If you do this enough times, eventually your uh, your your body will become superhuman, oh, and you'll be able to uh, separate inside of your esophagus the booze and the alcohol from the heady foam that comes pouring out, and you can just vomit foam all over your friend's uh, bathroom. You could, you could do that. You could do that. I don't know if that's beer bonging responsibly, though. <laughs> I think you should uh, vomit in their in their backyard, probably. Usually that, that would be far more responsible way to beer bomb. You should definitely be vomiting in backyards. Don't vomit in bathrooms. Uh, somebody has to clean that up. Uh, and usually it's not a person who's having a very good time. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like, uh... Oh, what was I going to say about... Ah... Uh, damn it, I lost it. I lost it! Cut! Cut! Brian! Brian! Cut this! Cut this, Brian! <laughs> it is their, like, their, it's like they're combining their powers. They're like the opposite of Captain Planet. They're like, let's drain the pools and uh, trim the grass. That's the exact opposite of what Captain Planet wants. I thought the opposite of Captain Planet was Captain Pollution. Uh, yeah, but he's uh, in charge of the EPA now, so... <laughs> I guess all's fair. <laughs> all's well, it ends well. <laughs> I don't think any of those guys have ever been on the back of a motorcycle. Probably not. 
probably probably not <laughs> the are you talking about the the guys destroying the pool that's below the house or uh... Um, maybe I was more talking about like, or the, uh, head the, the head of the EPA. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the head of the EPA. Um, that's less likely than the guys actively destroying that pool. It was a perfectly fine pool, by the way, right? Like, I mean, it, it was a nice little. Yeah, I mean, last time I hosted it, it was fine. Yeah, it looked it looked pretty good last time I seen it. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, head of the EPA. I don't think has uh, been on. Shouldn't that be a job requirement? For all uh, elected positions, like you have to have been on the back of a motorcycle. You had to have been uh, like you've had to have either been on the back of a motorcycle or ridden a motorcycle, like at least like at least uh, fifty miles. You have to have fifty miles of motorcycle time under your belt to be an elected official. <laughs> It'll change how you think about the world, man. <laughs> Motorcycles are like. Uh, it's like uh, psychedelics for congressmen. Would, uh, is the motorcycle like uh, at some point a um, word, not image? Uh, it's not something that it has ever been. The oh, motorcycle oh. is not something that's ever oh. been or like should be controlled by the ruling class it is a working class vehicle uh, yeah definitely and that yeah they you know the fact they've changed it into a uh like like i a motorcycle would work perfectly for like how i live but <laughs> they uh they won't let me get a motorcycle because they want all like they don't finance motorcycles yeah like i could get a brand new car financed to me that i can't afford but like I could afford a motorcycle, but they make it so I can't, even because though it's a quarter of the price. They're of a toys car. for uh, they're they're now toys for suburban doctors. Yeah, that's what they yeah they call them uh they they don't call them recreational vehicles, but it's something to that effect. They call them they call them fun yeah they basically call them fun time toys. Yeah, they're fun time they're fun time vehicles. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I need a legal motorcycle so I can go. 150 miles to like try to make some money because <laughs> i live in the middle of the goddamn woods <laughs> also it's just economical yeah also, I, you, you never have to fucking give anybody a ride ever again oh man that's really good that's a really good point it's a great selling point isn't it that's a really good selling point nope <laughs> maximum one person it's it's, it's gonna be a person i'm okay with <laughs> Oh man, you got yourself shit-faced again? Up, oh, better call an Uber. <laughs> and now where you live in fucking Spooksville, uh, by that I mean Spooky Town, not. <laughs> it's yeah, it's very it's it, it's a legitimately spooky. Look scary back on our Groveton special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rats, punks, explosions. <laughs> You'll understand. It's, it, we'll it, call it. It's the middle of a national forest, and national forests get really scary in the dark. But anyway, national forests are a great place to have a bike. Oh yeah, dude! It really is. It's perfect uh, terrain and everything out there. It's <laughs> curves and hills. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> like the as long as it's like daylight hours, like any time between sunrise and sunset, it is great to be out there on a bike. Now I don't know. Uh, 
like I think I mentioned earlier uh, between us about like riding at night and shit. And that's riding at night on those country roads is very very dangerous. Yeah, very. <laughs> Which that also that, that's a lot of things that go together. I mean, like uh... honestly, driving my car out there is dangerous at night. Oh like, yeah, driving car out there. Um, I've had deer like run out. Like luckily. Luckily, I drive kind of slow at night up there because there's there's no uh, street lights, nothing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's just forest and a road that cuts through it. Which there's also that thing of like, uh, if you're riding at night, period, you should probably like, dude should get away from black leather all the time. Like, oh yeah. That whole. That's uh, a weird thing, man. <laughs> that whole image of the of the bike rider. You don't want to be on a black bike with a black helmet. No. <laughs> black leather jacket. <laughs> Yeah, riding I'll... anywhere. Actually, even during the day, you don't want to be decked out in all black. Oh no! It's easy to not notice that guy. Yeah, not to mention like we're we're broadcasting from Houston. <laughs> like, <laughs> like screw wearing black all day. Like, it, it, like that's just gonna make your helmet like twenty degrees hotter for like no reason. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, the swamp is not a place to wear black. Period. No. <laughs> Which is also kind of a problem a little bit with uh with the bike in this area is yeah, yeah the uh, heat yeah the heat. Yeah, it does get, like I said, uh, uh, um, like going up to the store and stuff, like a lot of times I personally would um, not get fully dressed. Like basically my rule was if I was going less than 20 miles an hour, I would, um, you know, just ride, you know, in whatever, essentially, you know, t-shirt shorts and no helmet because it'd be so hot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But if I knew I was going to be going, like, on the freeway and stuff, like, it's really not too much of an issue, because you're literally, you know, you're, you're surrounded with wind, so... Yeah, yeah. You know, you definitely need to bring water, that's for <laughs> sure. Like, more so than a car ride by far. <laughs> no, you just don't want to be, like, wearing a leather jacket in the middle of summer. Yeah, that's when and you're, you're getting your... a workout on a bike, yeah. too. <laughs> so, like, whatever you're wearing, you're working out in it as well. <laughs> Yeah, they're awesome. They're awesome uh, vehicles, though. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why they ever decided to start calling them toys. Like, I don't know who came up with that. Like, it had to be like Henry Ford or some other Nazi supporter. <laughs> I'm sorry, sympathize. Uh, some congressman uh, after the '60s. Oh, okay. Is that? Yeah, probably. You know, that's you know, that's the tricky '60s. That's, that's just federal government poking into people's lives again. Yeah, that, that's really all it is because it, it's total nonsense that a motorcycle that cost uh, seven grand, brand new, is uh, not available for purchase through financing. That a car that's worth, you know, 30 grand would be. Well, I mean, they had they, they had to take it away from the road class. Uh, you know, like in the, in the 60s, it was the, the Uber underclass. Like people who would be considered oh. below us okay. in class who were driving motorcycles it was the the most outcast i guess that's true yeah i guess it did when the during the hell's angels like the peak time yeah. and all that yeah and it still kind of is i mean that image uh, is still a thing the a imi- little bit the image is still a thing the same way that the cowboy image is still alive and well in texas like it is a thing but it's not also at the same time it's not like most uh it's really not that common even the people that dress like either even the people that dress like a cowboy or like a biker from the 70s like most of the time they're they're, they're neither, neither of those things unless they're in like a real ass gang <laughs> yeah yeah occasionally very rarely 
Oh man, just making everybody angry today. Well, I mean, you know, like, is that what, that's what we do now? Yeah, that's what between the profound and the profane is all about. Treating everybody terribly. <laughs> Only on the bonushours.com. Now on iTunes. <laughs> oh yeah, really? We're on iTunes now. We're on iTunes now, dude. I'm gonna go check that out. Uh, as will I and all of those listening to us now. Badass. Oh yeah, they're pro. Oh, that means they are probably on iTunes as we speak about iTunes. Uh, this one goes out to all those on bikes getting very angry at us talking about bikes. Saying, not yeah, bikes. yeah. It's like, oh, I can't hit fast forward because I'm on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hear your struggle. And uh, don't worry, don't worry. I would also like to say, what the hell are you doing listening to music while you're on the back of a bike? You really, really need to like be paying attention to what's around you right now. So uh, you you can listen to music, just don't have don't have it blasting. <laughs> don't be blasting your music. <laughs> oh man, the really weird one, like uh, like some of the weird bike things like that I don't approve of. Uh, you, you you hear those guys ever that have like stereos on their bike? Yeah. Like where it's like loud, loud music and it's like you know that like you can hear it from like two blocks away, but you know and you can't hear what it's saying or exact you kinda get the general like, Oh, I know that classic rock. <laughs> and um you kinda vaguely hear it and you know that up close they hear the same thing you're hearing. Like they're not hearing it clear. It's not good for them. It's terrible for everyone else. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, that's just really weird. Who I don't, I don't know if that. you can judge a guy on the back of a bike who's good by Yellow Brick Road. In. Oh yeah, if he's just good by Yellow Yellow Brick Road, and then he's having a wonderful time. <laughs> He's having a better time than you are. <laughs> Although there is something I don't know if I want to be listening to Goodbye Yellow Brick Road while I'm weaving in and out of traffic and he's Oh man, yeah, that's mm, that might be the last song you hear, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can Goodbye Yellow Brick Road on uh, on the seawall in Galveston. Ooh, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. I want to do that now. <laughs> Dude, I really want to go do that. <laughs> bucket list. Yeah. Right there. It's on, it's on it now, dude. That is that is the bucket list. Like, avoid jellyfish, goodbye Yellow Brook Road on the seawall. <laughs> on a motorcycle. It's got to be at an hour when there's, like, nobody on the road, though. So you can just yeah. kind yeah, that's true. It does get a little bit backed up there in Galveston. Uh, uh, terrible town. I love that town. Oh, I mean, it's it's got a special place in my heart. It's where that sinking feeling comes <laughs> from. But uh, yeah, yeah, I go there. I go there here and there. I go there when I need to get away. Not, not when it's like, I don't go there because I want to go there. I go there because I have to leave wherever it is I'm at. I don't know. There, there is something it's to be an said. Outlaw Island. Yeah, Island. yeah. See, there is something to be said to me about uh, being able to catch traffic flow south and uh, wind up at the end of the Earth after an hour. Like we can drive to That's what is cool. essentially the end of the Earth. Yeah. Uh, within an hour, and it's just it's a it's a way of perspective. Like everybody I tell, well, no, I love Galveston. They don't get it. It's sort of like when I tell people I love Houston, they don't get it because they don't look at it through that lens of like, no, it's a place where outlaws go. When yeah. they need to get the fuck away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tillman Fertitta owns the entire island, which means that it's run by the mob. But. <laughs> Bob. Bobbers. 
Barbers. Barbers. I mean, it's, it's a little fucking <laughs> he pirate do it. cove. I think it was Barbers. <laughs> yeah, watch out for your neighbors in Galveston, man. <laughs> if you see one of them wearing a dress, don't ever approach them about it. Especially if he's about yay tall. <laughs> His name's Barbers. <laughs> Nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. Well, he was a national case. He was a national case. I think that's right, isn't it? Right? No. Bobbers. I don't know what you're talking about. Guy in Galveston. Uh, he had there's a whole uh, HBO documentary about him. Uh, he shot. He shot his neighbor, and he 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 he, he allegedly killed like a bunch of people from New York to Galveston. Like he's killing people everywhere. He, he killed a bunch but of. You, you won't say his name. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, his last name's Durst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his last name's Durst. Yeah. Okay. I know why he did it then. Bob Durst. Bob I'm scared. I'm scared because he's he's familiar with the area and he's oh. not in prison. Oh <laughs> man, that's not good. So I'm not gonna like fully. I'm just saying someone with that last name <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> killed like a lot of people and, and paid he, a lot of money to uh, he did it all for the nookie he <laughs> he might have decided to wear someone else's skin allegedly <laughs> he he allegedly <laughs> yeah uh i i do do you have any idea who i'm talking about or maybe uh, i'd have to look uh, it up but okay yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're really trying not to say uh, anybody's, I, I name, don't know you're not, because I'm not trying to say a, a Bob. I believe. I mean, yeah. what about him? What about Bob? What about Bob? It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> what about Bob? <laughs> Starring Richard Dreyfus and uh, Bill Murray. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That sounds really familiar. I'm not sure if I've seen it though. You've never seen What About Bob? What About Bob is about uh, Bob. Okay. Played by Bill Murray. Who's a crazy guy, uh, like OCD to the nth degree? Oh, okay. <laughs> and he he follows his therapist on vacation. Oh, wow! That sounds super familiar, man. I've uh, I don't think I've seen it though. Came oh. out in 1992. Uh, I want to say it was directed by Zemeckis. Might have been di directed by a uh, a Ronald Howard. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm not sure. <laughs> what about Bob? Go watch it. Yeah, dude. I'll. I. We might need to. We might need to watch that and uh, you know live stream our <laughs> our Twitch and feed. I, I had to show the manager it the other day. It's a. It's a good one to watch when you feel like uh, things are going out of control in your head. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that definitely applies. <laughs> now I have to watch it. <laughs> what about Bob? Huh? Yeah. And it's not that. HBO documentary that uh, allegedly proves anything one way or another. Certain characters in Galveston, Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah, that what about Bob sounds way more better. The one you were describing. Mo better. That sounds way more better. Hey, our president says bigly, so I can say what I can say more better. That's been a thing way longer than bigly. I can tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm in our probes. <laughs> Hashtag crushing it. Hashtag they're crushing something outside. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It's like, alright, like imagine the sound of an electric, like, egg beater. 
like one little like imagine that but someone's just hitting rocks with it outside your window and it's working it's yeah they're it's, getting through that rock eventually yeah <laughs> oh and now there's a fucking chainsaw I don't know why they're ta are they taking a chainsaw it seriously sounds like they're taking a chainsaw to it it's also a leaf blower out there I don't know what's going on <laughs> I refuse to look out the window the one guy with the blower is just blowing away all the rocks the one guy's using a dremel tool that's way too loud <laughs> The other guy's just weed eating something. <laughs> bubble wrap. <laughs> just weed eating all that bubble wrap they threw in the pool. It had water. It already had a cushion. The universe is brutal, man. <laughs> but you gotta learn how to like float through that chaos dough. Oh yeah. You gotta like you gotta become Oh, I've been I've been floating in the chaos. I'm just getting pissed off by floating around. You gotta around become in a Jack Sparrow. <laughs> you gotta become like a trickster god. You gotta become a Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Uh, you have to become these archetypes, or at least invoke them into your life. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably not Batman, though. He wouldn't no, be Batman is not an element of yeah, chaos. No. And well. you don't want the Joker <laughs> from that universe. You need somebody like a, like a Jack Sparrow. Uh, somebody who... You, you need to invoke the type of god who can ride into town on a sinking ship and then leave on the... End up in prison, but leave on the fastest ship in the harbor. Yeah. That's the kind of god you need right now. That, That's the kind of god this podcast needs. I, I agree. Dude. That's the kind of god I aim to be. That's the kind of god you should aim to be. What if we're all god, man? Was that profound? I think so. What if we're all fucking god, man? <laughs> oh, man. That could be, man. <laughs> I think we should probably call it. <laughs> we might have to call it for right now, yeah. They're getting fucking closer and closer with They're... their non-motorcycle and oh. uh, buzzing. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like we were a little slow-paced today, but at the same time, I think uh, I think we're, we're getting better with the uh, conversationals. Learning how to bounce it back and forth. <laughs> yeah. We might have went full gonzo on this, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh! It all started off with a motorcycle ride. Yeah. Yeah. What did we learn today, Ian? Uh, we learned that summertime riding is way cooler than being a 1970s Hells Angel. We learned that um, all congressmen need to have at least uh, 50 miles on a uh, on the back of a motorcycle they can understand where the working class and the wizards and the rebels come from. Yeah, I fully agree, man. They just need to understand like what traffic is and how it feels to be a tiny little piece on a giant board. But they should also <laughs> understand what it's like to, uh, to listen to Goodbye Hillebrook Road while riding down a seawall in a pirate town. Everyone deserves that pleasure. Yeah, bring Jack Sparrow into your life. Uh, yes, yes, we also learned bring Jack Sparrow into your life. Be a trickster. Where's the rum? Ride into town on a sinking ship and leave town on the fastest ship in the harbor. With a great beer bong comes great responsibility. This has been Pro Between the Profound and the Profane, the only podcast from two amateur jokesters and uh, their best friend and the entire town behind them. Woo. Good night, everyone!
for this and other shows quite like it, please check out our website, bonushours.com.
<laughs> Please stop, like, making life more difficult for every other species. You call you want a cookie? See, it doesn't work. Yeah, just, yeah. Doesn't have perfect pitch, doesn't have perfect timing, you know? Why do, why do you sound so sad? Is, is, you, is you okay? Why? <laughs> Alright, I think we're done terrorizing the cat. <laughs>
Yeah, don't. I, I, I hanging out with drunks when you don't drink is yeah almost impossible. It really is. It's 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 very difficult driving your drunk friends bar to bar, and then and then just like them screaming at you that if you if you don't drive them, they're gonna drive drunk, and the blood will be on <laughs> quote unquote my hands. <laughs> you can hear more about that story on uh, uh, Anarchy Buck. I believe so. Yeah, I believe that was the one. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Old Anner. <laughs> he. Oh, uh... <laughs> Anarchy fuck. Yeah. Nobody could stop I was me just from saying I was it. Just, I, yeah, I was just phonetically. <laughs> oh, oh, how it's spelled on... Uh, due to iTunes due to, rules. Due, due to what we perceive are iTunes rules. Yeah. yeah this, this podcast is probably brought to you by iTunes. I think technically it is. <laughs> Possibly? I mean, somebody's listening to it on iTunes. Yeah. And it ain't me. No, no, I certainly haven't, but uh, shout out to Tom Smith. Shout out to Tom Smith. He's, uh, our, he's our biggest fan, I believe. Uh, biggest fan of the NSA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just sitting there right now, like, thinking, where can I buy these t-shirts at? Don't worry, we don't have them up for sale yet, but we're working on it. <laughs> Tom, Tom Smith uh, uh, likes to sit in his cubicle at the NSA, or uh, I guess field, I don't know, do they sit at a field of desks? Uh, sort of, but he's a fun guy. He actually brought his lawn chair in. He has he has one of those really comfortable lawn chairs, and that's what he sits at, and he, he's a fun Does guy. Does he think he's working at Google? Yeah, yeah, he, well, he tried to make it like Google. He, he came in with a Hawaiian shirt one day, and that, that was a big mistake. Tom that. Smith, the government does not like Acapulco shirts. Yeah, and they, they even approve less of flip-flops. Yeah, no, you, can't, you can't beanbag chair at your desk at the NSA. I know you're trying to keep the dream alive, and you ride or die for uh, between the profound and the profane. Um, but you just you got to put on your suit and tie. And do your job. I mean, you signed up to be a government spy. And you also got the job, luckily enough for you, to listen to us. And you just happen to be a fan. So, we love you, Tom. Put on your fucking tie. Dude, um, that, for some reason, it, it, it popped some, that popped something up in my head, man. Like, I can't believe that Mr. T fired Mr. Hot Dog this last week. Like, so much has happened since the last time we hung out. It's President T, sorry. President T fired Mr. Hot Dog. He was the federal inspector of James Comey Island. Yeah. It was, it was he had a, like, I can't believe the, the President T, like, fired Mr. James Comey Island. It's just messed up. He had such a successful business going. I ate so many chili dogs, chili cheese dogs, uh, a wide variety of things I was told were french fries. <laughs> Mostly chili dogs, though. I just can't believe it. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just, I was like, oh man, this reminds me so much of when Nixon tried to, like, get the Ronald McDonald fired. He was like, you fired. But he said it more jowly, I think. You're fired. That's terrible. He, he fired the Ronald McDonald? He tried to. He tried to fire Ronald McDonald. 
He was like, he's he's too bright and sunshiny. He needs to get the he needs to get the hell out of the White House. Because <laughs> you know the president gets like he gets the best fast food. He gets it straight. That's why the president he had. That's why he had the president of James Comey Island, like there at the White House to give him professional like chili cheese dogs, like the made from the best chili cheese dog chef. James Comey Island, director of uh, the FBI. Frank Spines and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and believe it or not, Wendy is actually there. Poor Wendy, she needs to get out of that White House. Things were cool a couple years ago there, probably, but like, I don't know. Wendy needs to. Wendy needs to leave the White House. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to the Top of the This, between the profound and the profane, the only podcast where two professional amateurs, amateur professionally, I use. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> Coming at you live. <laughs> this probably isn't live, though. No, no, this would not be considered live. Uh, this would be considered um, the... Um, uh, an in-between uh, area of the arc of this show, not unlike when the Alien Rangers took over for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, oh. when the Power Rangers were turned into small children by the likes of Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed. I forget, is that, were their ages good just going backwards, right? Were they yes. just getting younger and yeah, younger? Yeah, they all right, all right, that's what I was remembering, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Oh man, that'd be like that'd be crazy. Like it would probably be like kind of fun at first. Like, oh man, I didn't realize my liver isn't just like a dead thing inside of me anymore. Like, and then like, but then like you'd start noticing like, wait, where did my beard go? Oh shit, I have a weird looking chin. <laughs> I need to get my beard back. <laughs> I need to find the. I guess you'd need to find the fountain of old. Like, there's the fountain of youth, and then there's the fountain of old. Uh, if you're if you're regressing uh age uh, first how but by, by how many increments i imagine it like would be two um, two two years for every two days uh uh, uh or would it just be like a random you're not sure ooh. what's going on the one the random one would probably be more terror i don't know what one would be more terrifying because like it would be it'd be like like i said it'd probably be cool like because if, if i was like 20 years old i'd probably just be like wow i feel like super energetic and then like but then like by the time i get back to like 18 i'd be like oh man i'm like way way underweight <laughs> i am six foot two and 150 pounds and no matter how much i eat i cannot weigh more than 150 pounds <laughs> I mean, do you do you come with your does does the body of you at that age also come with the mentality of you at that age? Ooh, yeah, pro I guess <laughs> like the mindset. I guess your I don't know your brain. Uh, your brain, I guess, changes size. I yeah, I, I imagine brain. Well, it ages. It ages, but I mean, your brain is like bigger now. Probably, I don't know. Actually, I I kind of like I. I Man, brain, brain mass bigger. has it, it, nothing to do with like. Yeah, I don't know, but like, would it have to change? I, yeah, 
No, I guess I guess your brain I guess your brain would stay the same, actually. You yeah. would have the same knowledge. Yeah. But mindset. Youthful mindset. That's true. You know, oh, man. Like the thing I that think... drives you to drink an entire bottle of rum in under two hours and oh. then start another bottle of rum. <sighs> you know. Yeah, no, like I think that I think I think my brain would, I, I imagine that, like, if I'm able to keep my memories, I probably would be like, no. Never again? <laughs> yeah, never again. <laughs> to it. Do the yeah. arm. <laughs> I, I actually do prefer to live now. Like, I made it past 27. Never so again. Hashtag how... 151. Yeah. That's, that's accurate. <laughs> that's very accurate. <laughs> never again. <laughs> Always forget. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I yeah, I don't think I, I would I would probably be going like even if I was like nineteen again magically, I don't think I would be okay with drinking one fifty one if I can have my memories of what I know now. <laughs> I don't think. I hate that big cup. I see. I seen something happen. Like what? What exactly oh, happened there? I just spilled cold water all over my shirt. It was like it was like you. It was like something like pressed the cup like against your face and you went, <laughs> and then like water went everywhere. Yeah, that's no, really not weird. cool. That that is the worst big mouth cup. That was very strange. I don't of know all the big mouth cups. I wish I, like this. This could wind up on one of those ghost hunting shows. <laughs> Oh man, I wa I watched one of those. <laughs> we spent all weekend at fucking Houston Comic Palooza. Well, not you and I, but you, yeah, you, me you and, and management. management. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I seen some of the pictures, man. They're they're pretty. They look like fun. It was an all right time. I mean, you know, Comic Cons are Comic Cons. You got a big ass stack of comics. <laughs> a big ass stack of. Uh, comics from, I believe it's Red Five, their yep. uh, local Houston publisher. I haven't gotten a chance to read them. Uh, as soon as I do, I will probably talk about them to some extent, somewhere. Uh, it looks, know. it looks like they like their monsters. They, they cool. like their, they like their horror uh, tinge. Yeah. They like to put a little horror in everything. It looks like, which is cool. Yeah, it ought to be a fun little read. I, I, I'm really excited. The Rift. Is the four single issue issues we got uh, for real steel? Um, uh, it's about time travel. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. uh, a uh, uh, a plane, a World War Two era plane, uh, comes through a rift in time, and um, based on true story, a government <laughs> bureau that is like that exists just to put t rifters. You know, people who have crossed through oh, wormholes okay. back to where they belong. Kind of playing uh, a men in black role? Sort of, yeah. Uh, sort but specifically of, yeah. for time. Yeah. Uh, and specifically for, like, this idea that rifts just happen. Yeah, just a total random. Yeah. 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 So, the, uh, but the World War II fighter pilot doesn't want to go back. Uh, so, there you go. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> there's I'll... your comic book. Like uh, it. There, yeah, there's your opening. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I've gotten a chance to read any of them. I really will like them. I hope at least that one—that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. It's the one that really caught my eye. Uh, the Rift. And yeah, I'll definitely check that out. 
I didn't mean to cut you off, man. You didn't. <laughs> um, the uh, the funny vaco dude. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> sometimes it comes in there and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no more moving for you, boy. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Speaking of funny vaco, I found out uh, through my Instagram uh, this weekend. Instagram's a funny place. Uh, that if you hashtag a cosplay with Mary Jane, um, all of the hashtag for 20 Instagrams will start liking your shit. Because oh, <laughs> I don't know if they're like weed smoking bots or <laughs> yeah, you like you took a you took a picture with Mary Jane Parker, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, dude. <laughs> no, it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh man, that is pretty good. <laughs> But we had a good time. Uh, you know, I don't really, I haven't really found the thing that makes me really, really like a con yet. Like, I don't get con quite yet. Yeah, that, that's I, that's kind of how I feel. I'm not like soup. Like, I've I probably had chances to go, but it just kind of seems like a a lot of money for. It seems like it's a bigger shopping spree than than what I prefer. Like it seems like it's more about purchasing things than actually getting to just like meet cool people and you know. Like I, I can have, understand having like a, a walk-in fee or something. You know, it'd be like twenty-five bucks to get in. You know, or so, or, or even maybe you know fifty or something. But at certain points, just kind of like you know, it seems like it's too too monetized. I it? haven't stayed past. Uh, like the six o'clock cutoff, the cutoff of the dealer's room, like the eight o'clock cutoff, whatever it is, because the dealer's oh. room cuts off at a certain point. They oh. should, they they close up shop pretty, you know. Oh, and there are okay. like there's panels and shit that are going all day. All right, so this year I got to do my first panel. We got to go and sit in on the defenders panel. Uh, okay. So we got mm-hmm. to listen to Luke Cage and the Iron Fist talk about Luke Cage and Iron Fist stuff. Uh, gotcha. And, <laughs> you know, it it was a pretty normal PR panel. Yeah. You know? But it was fun. It was a a lot of fun. You know, we didn't get any you know, you didn't get any insights about, you know, the Defenders show or or what's coming up. But it was fun. Yeah, dude, I gotcha. <laughs> uh so I that was my first time getting to do something like that. And then I would like to do a weekend of panels and like see panels and this and that, go go and see what else is out there. And then there is an after nine panel thing and that seems to be where all of our local podcasters here in houston oh and podcasts who might come into town for it do like live shows which would be fun to go and check out oh i didn't know that uh there would be that i didn't figure there'd be very many podcasters uh there gotcha yeah i mean i figured maybe there'd be like one or maybe two you know or something maybe i don't know I didn't. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that was part of it. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it seems to be. I see. It's not something that I. You know, because I'm not into cons. It's never been a big thing. I go because my girlfriend and my girlfriend's mom enjoy it. And, you know, I'm just the kind of guy to. It all. They usually fall on Mother's Day. You're the other type of guy to make a camera. A homeless cameraman <laughs> really, really want your picture. <laughs> From what I recall. <laughs> I mean, I, su- I suppose uh, my, my my costume was a bit breathtaking. Um, no, not breathtaking. Startling. <laughs> yeah. 
Very, very Manson-esque. <laughs> Manson-esque. I mean, I, I, I went with a, uh, a sort of play on the Riddler, a uh, play on a very specific Riddler from the Batman uh, cartoon show. Uh, voiced by Robert England, this Riddler was. Um, he had a very goth rock uh, Marilyn Manson look to him. I just turned up the goth rock. <laughs> my, 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 my nails are still painted for uh, listeners I, out I noticed, there. Yeah, I, I noticed that, and I was going to say something, and then I was like, it's Chris. Yeah, that's, how that, that's I, that shit. Sure, he does that shit. I'm sure that <laughs> he has his reasons. Some, sometimes he has, like, several colors of hair. Sometimes he has, like, uh, you know, normal hair. Actually, right now is probably the most normal your hair's looked in a while, probably. Well, I guess I guess you haven't really done anything too crazy with it lately. No, no, I've been letting it grow long since the last time I... And, and the mohawk isn't crazy anymore. The mohawk is very, very normal That's for me. Like, I... Scientists. Scientists, scientists wear mohawks, mohawks now. <laughs> like, it's... Like, I don't know what, like, an extreme haircut is. Like, I guess they're shaving your head, but then, like... But down here in Texas, like, you take a risk of, like, people mistaking you for, like, a bad guy. Uh, yeah, no, if you shave your head, everybody... Everyone, if you're... Thinks. Yeah, if you're a white dude and you shave your head, like... Don't get me wrong, I... I it probably feels great, but, um... It does, I mean... Yeah, but... Down here, I don't know. I don't know. It's just not cool if you do it. It's cool if you do it, but uh, I'm not probably going to do that. <clears throat> I mean, the last time that I shaved my head and uh, was uh, pulled over for allegedly speeding, um, <laughs> I had a cop ask me if I was in AB. Oh, yeah, the one that kept asking you about the knives? He's yeah. Like, Where's your blade? Yeah. And, yeah. and you're like, I don't got any blades. Yeah. And, and, and she's like, are you sure you don't have a blade? Because you look like you got some You blades. look like you carry knives on you. Your, your boots look like they got knives. Yeah, dude, actually, I, was, I forgot. I was going to ask you. Uh, I was going to ask you just in person, but I guess being that we're recording. Uh, with these shoes, I, with the shoes that I had gotten recently, um... I was gonna clean them up, and they came with uh, red shoelaces as well as a backup set of laces. And I was going to put them on because they look like bright red and it's black and it looks really cool. The only problem is, can I, as a white guy, can I wear red shoelaces with these shoes? I just think they look they look cool, <laughs> but I don't I don't know. Like, would would that make me a Nazi? <laughs> um, is what I'm asking. Well, first of all, being a Nazi makes well, you a Nazi. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would Second people all, mistake me for um, a Nazi? You're talking about I... a very particular type of boot in that case. Yeah, I know they use um, boots, but I, was, I don't know. Red lace? I, I wasn't sure if it was just the boot or if it was the red lace. No, no, no. Like, it's, it's the boot plus the red laces plus being a Nazi. <laughs> All right, so you have to have like all. You three. gotta have the trifecta. You have to have all three. Now, okay. if you got if you got some docks, so, some some ankle high, calf high docks that are uh, laced up all the way to the tippy top with red laces, you might want to question yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's good looking, nice fashion choice. You might want to question what you're doing. Oh God, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Hugo. <laughs> Thanks for the fashion advice. You will look good doing it. 
<laughs> Can't say I like what you're doing there, but you'll look good doing it. <laughs> I mean, I had to ask the same question in my Vietnam, because uh, I, I have those... Yeah, boots. you do have those boots, yeah. Uh, but Oh, but you weren't trying to put red laces. No, no, I never had to put red laces. Okay. I, never, I, I took laces out of them eventually, because, you, like, no lace, yeah, you, you look sure. more relaxed. Yeah. You're not going to run anybody down and curb stop if you're, like, yeah. I, the only Doc Martens, like, Doc Martens are supposed to be, like, the ultimate hippie shoe. That's just crazy. They're, like, they're the ultimate Nazi shoe, and they're the ultimate chill wear. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why we're talking fashion, man, but it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I enjoy a, a good combat boot, but I enjoy a good yeah. thrift store. I bought this from an army surplus I, guy who has no real political leaning, but kind of winked at me and said, Good luck out there. As oh, if man. he knows that the uh, the revolution is coming no matter what we do or what side you're come, on. Come back when you need the gas masks. <laughs> uh, I keep them back here. I don't like a combat boot that I can buy in a mall is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, you want to buy it from somebody who just, like, jams a knife into the counter and be like, this one here won't get stuck in a... In a deer skull. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, yeah, that's that's gonna happen a lot. I like buying all of my clothes. It's <laughs> a situation I, mean, I always run into in the woods. I prefer to buy <laughs> no, all. I just of keep getting stuck in all these damn deer skulls. <laughs> <laughs> you never had to fucking stab an ornery deer? Not, definitely not the skull. You haven't been living in the woods long enough, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done enough woods and... <laughs> I like to purchase all of my clothes from, um, from men who, uh, who have one crazy eye, um, a knife strapped to their belt and look as if they might murder me might, on might. either a, either a coke-fueled, uh, binge, you know, just a psychosis, coke-induced psychosis, or or just because I, I, I stepped over the wrong line in their store. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, those guys, yeah, they might just throw, so they might just throw, like, a live grenade at you or something, because they have those. <laughs> they, they have all the fake, you know, all the fake ones up front, but you know they got the real stuff in the back. <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, you always want to buy weapons from a man who looks like a war criminal. <laughs> you don't know which, you don't know what his left eye is looking at, but you know it's looking. <laughs> I enjoy shopping in places that might be time to explode if it's wrong.
for this and other shows quite like it, please check out our website, bonushours.com. walks through the door <laughs> yeah okay we gotta stop this fucking yeah this is yeah I'm, I'm kind of, i know i'm saying yeah but i'm kind of i'm thinking at the same time yeah this is going a little bit too far maybe <laughs> this is leading into dangerous waters <laughs> oh god all right yeah we we may need to cut we may need to cut